Greetings, readers. This is the Recap Book Chat. We are thrilled that you're with us because reading illuminates your life like a star. As J.R.R. Tolkien said, little by little, one travels far. And welcome to the Recap Book Chat. We are so glad that you are joining us today. We just finished a hot book. That the movie's coming out in July. We, we're really on the end of reading it, but hey, better late than never. No, I think this is perfect timing, um, and we would highly recommend reading it before you've seen the movie. You so, have a month. Yeah, you have a month. to. Uh, and it's a quick read. So. It's a very quick read, and it is Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens, her debut novel. Which I was so impressed. I couldn't believe that was her debut novel. It's... We gave it, I gave it five stars. Did you give it five stars? I gave it five stars. Five stars. Man. And we are going to try it there. You know, it's one of those books that you have to read till the very end, but we will not do uh, a spoiler alert. Yeah. Kate will put her hand over my mouth because we're <laughs> together, so she can actually do that. Yeah, we can. So give us a synopsis. Uh, what's the timeline for this book? What's, what's the setting? What kind of kick us off there? Well, the setting, it starts in 1969, the prologue, and then it goes right to 1952. So you're from 1952 all the way to 1970. And this is, uh, in, in all through the story, she's going back and forth. And we've read other books like that. Mm -hmm. What other book did we read that went like that? I think we've read quite a few. All the Light You Cannot See and stuff, you know, where you have to kind of pay attention. Mm -hmm. Because Kaya, when it be, she's the main character, she's only six. If you're in 1952. But if you jump ahead, of course, she's older, you know. So I kept saying, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> what time is it? So Kaya is your main character. Mm -hmm. And so... Where what, are we? Where are we? We are in... North Carolina. North Carolina in the... Marshland. Marshy area. Which I learned so much about marshland. Like, I, I mean, to be honest, before reading this book, if you had said something about a swamp or marsh, I'm like... Pfft. There's no difference. Who needs them? <laughs> well, yeah, like, and then she like, tells you that there. That she starts out apparently somebody, but she says marsh is not swamp. Marsh is a space of light. Mm -hmm. She she clears that up right yes. off the back. I think that might be a touchy area. Yeah. You know, somebody must have said, and she said swamp water is still and dark. Swamp is quiet and it's decomposition is cellular work. I mean, she's acting like marsh is full of life and yes. all this. And, so and, yeah, I didn't know I, that. Either. I had no, I had no idea the difference, and that was that leads to one of my favorite quotes, uh, and it was at the very beginning, I think, in the prologue. But um, life decays and reeks and returns to the rotted duff, a poignant wallow of death begetting life, mm, which yeah. really kind of sums up the book. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's interesting that I like that quote before I even knew, and it, I mean, really comes. It kind of. Well, when, when you start the book, uh, it has the prologue, and then it goes in chapter one is called Ma, and it's called Ma because Ma leaves. Yeah. And um, she watches her. Little Kaya watches. She's only six. She watches her mom walk away, and um, she's just devastated. Yes. And that's where you start out, and you're like, oh, my goodness. Is she going to the store? Is she coming back? But she had a suitcase with her. Mm-hmm. And um, and she was abused. Yep. 
And so Kaya is the youngest of five, and but she's still a lot younger than the others. And her, because her, her closest brother is seven years older than her, Jody. Yeah. So one by one, the others leave after mom left. So I, like everybody was staying together because of mom, and then mm-hmm. then the oldest ones they just left, and they're leaving. And the dad's beating them. Yeah, yelling, screaming. I had a point to get to understand the dad. He is a dark side. Uh, and I, he only had two volumes, silence and yelling. Mm-hmm. That's what Kaya said. But, and, and he wasn't there all the time. No. But finally, the day comes when Jody leaves. Was that a hard time that, for you? I wanted him to take her. Why did no one take her? I know. And he kept saying, Mom's going to come back. He was encouraging her. And I think I wrote something down because uh, her um, her ma had said, you know, one time they were all by the marsh and ma said sisters stick together even in mud especially in mud and then kaya wonders why didn't you stick ma Mm. you know you're like and sad and it's just but the resiliency of kai is amazing because she she's pretty much abandoned by her life is turned upside down at the age of six everyone pretty much abandons her and she has to survive on her own her dad Comes in and he comes on, and goes and gives her a little bit of money for it because he's on disability from the war. He was in World War Two, so he has a limp. He was wounded in a trench. Yes. So but, and that is another story why he is like he is because he didn't go jump out of the trench to help his captain or somebody. Yes. And he was wounded and they thought he was trying to help, but he was actually wounded because he was a coward. Mm-hmm. And that's why he drinks. Yes. You know, and he never told that to anybody. Yeah. And so she doesn't know that. And another thing about the dad, which I never really even thought about this. So you think about the depression coming and how hard the depression was on people. Well, for him, his family was wealthy, wealthy landowners, and they had a, like a plantation and all that, and he lost it all. His family did. Yeah. So he, and then he went, it kind of reminded me, I think in the book I had a connection to, uh, East of Eden, when his dad and they started calling him lettuce heads, and the mm. brother that it bothered. Yes, and he couldn't get over it. And I think he went into the mil, and they both went in the military. Interesting, huh? Yeah, and so he went to the military, and then more shame. Mm. So he's dealing with all that, and he's not talking to anybody. Yeah. But it tells before he was kind of cocky and thought he was all that and a bag of chips, and you know, and then broken. He was a broken man because. He didn't have a strong foundation, because mm-hmm. yeah, that was once that was taken away, he didn't have that strong identity. And then the mom, you know, her family didn't want him to marry her, Ma, mm-hmm. but Ma did, and she tried to make it work. Yeah. Until she couldn't. Yeah. But the, one of the one of the things that impressed me with Kaya, which I've never even liked grits but when I'm reading this book that's what she tries there were grits there so here's a six-year-old she's trying to cook grits and they're all lumpy and all that you know I said I mean I don't know that I could cook grits but she'd watched her mom and yeah. so she tried to cook grits and she didn't even know how to count like he had left money for her not a lot but she went to the store and bought that lady helped her bought grits and the lady helped her but she didn't even know how to count she didn't know how to do money and uh and I think in this book, it kind of shows you both sides of the story. If you read it 
carefully because at the end, because she thought that lady didn't like her at the store. She thought she was judging her and looking down on her. But then you find out that she really didn't have enough money to buy anything. And that that lady was putting her own money in yes. to help her. Giving said, her extra change back. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, oh my goodness. But she never let that show. Yeah. So I was well, like. And, and the other side, though, there were a lot of people. So she was called Marsh Girl. And the, the really the townspeople looked down on her. Like the 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 preacher's wife was really oh, yeah. rude to her. Mm-hmm. He, she wouldn't let... Her daughter was at one point saying, hi. And the preacher's wife was like, don't talk to her. She's dirty. Like, so she had this Marsh Girl... Um, label. Label. And, and then, uh, you know, as she grew up, the, it just got worse. And the boys would like... Uh, it was like initiation to go... Tap like on t- touch her house. Yeah, touch her house and run away and all this stuff. So she was very, she grew up very alone. And I think, and she dealt with, she had a lot of abandonment issues, obviously, because everyone abandoned her. I have one quote, and I don't know about, yeah, it was, uh, nature had tutored and protected her when no one else would. I mean, no one else would. And you think, well, but... As as it would happen, she does meet some people. Yes. Because her dad takes her... When, when her dad's good, they go out on the boat, and they go fishing, and there's they have a good moment a there. A small moment, yeah. She, has, she sees another side to her dad that no one else saw. Mm-hmm. And it is pretty good. With, and she, she meets Jumpin', which is... Uh, I pictured him as an elderly black man. Did mm-hmm. you picture him? Yeah. And Who owns like a shop, a bait shop with yeah. All the boats have to go a marina yeah, type thing. They have to get gas and stuff. And so she meets him, and uh, and he likes her and all that kind of stuff. And then I remember once her dad and her they caught some fish, and he said like it was fit for a king. Mm-hmm. They fried it up and all that. So that was pretty good until what happened? What changed that? The a letter from the mom. Yeah, and here Kaya cannot read. Yes. She got it at the mailbox. She can't read. And I don't know, was she still six at that time, or was she like eight or something? Uh, she was still pretty little. But she, she's, she went to school one day, and they called her names, and she, it didn't work out. Yeah, she would never go back. And the they tried. They had truant officers try to come get her, and she was good at escaping and all that. And, and like you said, the nature and the marsh became her mom. Because yeah. she knew everything about... She collects... Feathers and shells, and she knows all about the tides, and she knows everything, all these birds, and it's just fascinating. And then I, one of the things I learned from this book is that you can learn a lot from life by observing nature, and that's what, she gets a lot of life lessons from observing nature, because she's all alone, and like, she, she looks at relationships differently than we would. Yeah. Yeah. And the sad thing is, though, she is still a kid, and every day she looks down that road, yes. and she's wanting mom to come back. Which, uh, but then when Dad sees the letter, he burns it, and that and bothered me. That, that bothered we, me that we don't know what was in the letter. And then she saved the ashes. Yeah, that kind of bothered me. I was just like, how pitiful is that? And that sent the dad spiraling out, and so and he, they never did the boat again. Yeah, and that was that was kind of. To me, and huge. we and then well we won't even go into that. But. Okay, well I I had so let's meet Tate. Oh yeah, the 
you know the bright spot the kindness it's amazing what kindness a little bit a little bit of jumping was kind and uh, tate was kind and tate was a friend of jody's her mm -hmm. brother but he of course he's my favorite because he taught her to read yay tate and he said to her this is my quote don't worry he'd say you'll get a little more every time you read it and and that was true her progress was startling she could read anything now, he said. Once you can read anything, you can learn anything. And she did. She's reading like science books, biology books. She's read. But I said, that's just like how God wants us to read the Bible over and over. Because he said, every time you read it, you'll get, you'll learn a little bit more. And I just thought, oh. I love powerful. that Tate, Tate didn't see her as the Marsh girl. He saw, he didn't see her as this dumb crazy lady living in the, you know, or crazy girl at that time when they first met. But he saw her, he saw her beauty. He saw her intelligence. He saw this amazing person that the majority of the town, they, you know, so I, Tate, I, he's a, a very special there. guy. Because he observed her and they judged her. Yes. That's the difference. They're judging her. Well, she's not like us. And he's saying, she's amazing. Look yes. at what she's done. But he knew the backstory. Well, and he liked her because she wasn't like everyone else. Remember, yeah. his dad was wanting him to go with to the prom the and stuff like this. Mm -hmm. And he's just like... He Another way this book different. is like East of Eden is because nobody wanted the marshland. Because nobody wanted Sam Ham Samuel Hamilton's land. It says, mm -hmm. no one cared that they held the land because nobody else wanted it. And I thought of Samuel Hamilton. He loved the land, even yeah. though... And she loved the marsh, and you could tell that. It kind of is like, bloom where you're planted. And boy, she did. She did. She bloomed where she was planted. And uh, I had a, I would, oh, I don't know when I wrote that. It says, and I can't be damaged as easily by this. I won't do it, Kaya, because I, Tate, love you. Oh, that was when he, she just loves Tate, and then he leaves her. Yes. To go to college. Yeah. And she'd seen the animals mate, so she wants to mate. Mm -hmm. And he said, no, I, I can't do that. And I thought, that is the true test mm -hmm. of, uh, yeah, he was amazing, young yeah. man. And he had a story, too, because he blamed himself for his mom and sister being killed in a car accident. Because he wanted a bike when he was, and he thought they were going to this town to get a bike, and they had a car accident. So he didn't have an easy life, either. Yeah. He was just him and his dad. Mm -hmm. But he had someone. He did have someone, yeah. And his dad was good. And he was accepted at school. And, yes. Yeah. But I'm just like... Um, but he, Tate also loves the Marsh. He's he also very interested in... So they share that. And it is cute how he... Uh, because, you know, if you tried to approach Marsh Girl, she's not used to being around people. She doesn't like to be around people. She's going to run away. And so... Oh, yeah, that's how they met. So they, he, he left her a, a hard-to-find feather on this stump. For, oh, she, they kind of play a game. Yeah, and then she would uh, find leave a it, shell leave or it a back. feather or mm -hmm. something. Yeah, I remember so that. So that was yeah. really cute and a, a way to get her to open up a little bit. Oh, yeah, that would before the reading lessons, yeah. Mm -hmm. She kind of, uh, yeah, he met her where she was. He did. Yeah. Because if he just said, hey, I'll teach you to read, she'd have ran away. Yeah. Well, even talking. He couldn't yeah. hardly get her to talk to him. Mm-hmm. So. 
It was, it was, he pursued her very gently. And I, I, I think Tate, yeah, he's amazing. And I think we all need a Tate in our life. I, I think so too, because it wasn't about him. Mm-mm. It was about her. And, um, she had said at the very beginning, among themselves, doves fight as often as hawks. And I thought that was very unusual. But then as you read the story, you say, okay, gentle people fight too. Mm-hmm. And then hawks, you can just see it. But a, a lot of little sayings like that. And one was, her ma used to say, unworthy boys make a lot of noise. I like that. Yeah, that's true. She would remember these things that her mom said. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Cause, and that's, specifically, there is a boy in there that is, he's a kind of a rich boy in town. Full of himself. I mean, oh, he makes yeah. a lot of noise. He yeah. was a sports star. Quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody just thought he was all that. And, uh, yeah. And when, at the end of the book, it says, you know, what did you learn from this book? I, I said the wounds of childhood are deep. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why if anyone does something to a kid, it should be, uh, it's, it's so much worse than if you insult an adult. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you do something to a kid, it's totally different to me. Yes. You know, because she's she is, um, I mean, shunned by the whole town. Yes. And, um, of course, I'm sure some of those people didn't even know about it. But yes. Then we meet this one lady who I absolutely love. If you ever saw the old Gone with the Wind movie, Mammy, she's like Mammy. Her name's Mabel, and she's Jumpin's wife, and I absolutely love her because she's, like, going to get her some clothes because she's growing. I mean, she's not six anymore. Yeah. She needs some clothes, and Mabel is going to take care of it in a way mm-hmm. that she's smoking this fish, and it tastes terrible. <laughs> But they're taking that and they're they're acting like they're selling it and getting her these clothes. Kai Kai is trying to earn money yeah. by smoking fish and stuff and yes, so she does the muscles. I think that's legit. But yeah. the smoked fish just must not taste good because Mabel was like, but she got her clothes and and Mabel was there when she uh, had her when her womanly time started. <laughs> yeah, because she didn't. But Tate helped too. Yeah. Tate told her about that too. I'm thinking, oh my goodness, yeah. But I'm much like, yeah, Mabel. And Mabel is a hugger, and and Kai, no one's Kai's never been hugged hardly. But Mabel doesn't let that stop her. She's gonna hug her anyway, and she lets it go with Mabel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then it's just, um, I I don't know. I I've, I just loved Mabel. I don't know who she'll be in the movie, but they really need to pick her well and jumping. Yes. Well, and Tate, of course, he needs to be. Drop Dead Gorgeous, that's what the, I think Dil, Delia Owens, she was really pleased with whoever. Okay, speaking did. of Delia, what did you tell me about her? She was a zoologist, and she's lived in Africa for 20 years. So she kind of is Kaya. That is fascinating. Yeah. So she she was probably very in remote areas, by herself a lot. And at one point, Kaya says, I am isolation. Mm. And it says, being isolated was one thing, living in fear was another. So it's like Kate had said earlier, the boys kind of, she was a challenge. And so, what's his name, Chance? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he went after her and um, that was a, so before she was kind of at peace living in isolation, but when he attacked her, then she had fear Mm -hmm. because then the marsh but, you know, you're going to hear a lot of sounds in the marsh. Yes. So I understood that part. I was like, oh, yeah, that was, you know, creepy. Yeah. And um, 
I guess say? one of the other things I learned from this book, I mean, I would say if you feel bad about yourself as a parent, this book will make you feel better. <laughs> because I was like, hey, I'm doing pretty, I'm doing okay. After reading her story, you stayed. Like, yeah. you, if you're staying. I'm like, yeah, because in all that she's having to do, I'm just like, okay. So yeah, if you want to feel better about yourself as a parent. This is a good read. And here's some of my favorite similes. She's as skinny as a tick on a flagpole. <laughs> I don't know why that. I just cracked oh. up. A tick on a flagpole. That's true. <laughs> and then I love the way she compared it. So when she goes to town, uh, she feels like, she said, she's uh, exposed like the underbelly of a porcupine. Mm. So then she realizes she can get most of what she needs at Jumpin's Bait Shop. Mm -hmm. So she kind of goes there, but that the underbelly of a porcupine. I was just like, I just thought, whoa. It's just really, she had a lot of, a lot of uh, similes, but. She did. I think it, uh, in our, in our uh, what do you call this, clockwork reader journal, our book yeah. journal, it asked, why would you rec or would you recommend this book and why? And I said, yes, I would recommend it because it opens your eyes to the people of our society, our society that we ignore. So it's it makes you think, who who am I ignoring? Who is in my society oh, that's good. That's that is Kaya? That they kind of are kind of left to their own devices or that need that need help more and all of that. So I think. I think everyone should read this book. I really do. Another one I got was Tutored by Millions of Minutes Alone, Kaya Thought. And I thought, yeah, she, you know how some people get nervous if they're alone. Mm -hmm. she, she's the opposite. She gets nervous when she's not alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, and then at the end, she, somebody said something about she hated, uh, she hated the townspeople. And, and I may have lost that quote, but... It, it, she didn't hate them. She said they hated her. But there is a court scene at the end. We we will not do any spoilers, but we will say read to the end. You have to read to the end because that was uh that was how did I, the question how did I feel when I finished was surprised. Was that how you felt? Yeah, I, totally. I was like, what? And I don't know what the movie will be, but they might change it, but. Yeah, so read to the end. So good, though. You'll, you will be Oh, here's my quote. I found surprise. it. Uh, that's what nobody understands about me, she raised her voice. I never hated people. They hated me. They laughed at me. They left me. They harassed me. They attacked me. Well, it's true. I learned to live without them, without you, without Ma or anybody. So she's talking to Jody. Who came back. Mm -hmm. And he'd been in the military too. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And uh, and he feels terrible yeah. that he left her. But he just couldn't take the dad anymore. Mm -hmm. But to their credit, she's the youngest. They'd had the dad more than she'd had. Him. That's true. They'd put up with him more. and But I agree with you. Jody should have taken her. But for him at his age the mom to should think have taken about her. it. Yeah, the mom should have. But you do, she ties up all the loose ends. The Ma was actually crazy. Yeah. The Ma doesn't even remember leaving. Mm -hmm. Remember? Yeah. So you do she find out. She had a out, breakdown. Yeah, you yeah. find out what was in the letter that was burnt. I mean, eventually, 
and you find out why the dad went crazy. I mean, you do find all that. She ties it all, but you're like, for a while there, you're like, oh my goodness. But it, it is amazing to me that, um, yeah, so in the courtrooms, there's this real flashy lawyer that's not hers, and her lawyer's an older gentleman, and you can tell that he's confident just in, it says, Tom Milton exuded confidence, ranked and rank with ease of movements and stance, a powerful buck acknowledged as such. The prosecutor, on the other hand, relied on bright ties, broad-shouldered suit jackets to enhance his status. He threw his weight by flinging his arms and raising his voice. So she makes that contrast, as she's made all through the book. Mm-hmm. So the contrast of the, you know, they're having parties and everything in town, and there's Kaya alone, mm-hmm. quiet. I mean, it, she's done that all through the whole book. So I mean, which that was so sad when. She she will go and hide on beach areas and observe, uh, observe the people her age in these groups having fun, and so she's hiding and watching them like, and she's done that for a long time. Like watch and she's watched this certain girls group, and they're all and they stick in the same clique for years, and she just watches them. Yeah, and, and wonders what it would be like to be a part of that. So she, and she does, uh, that one guy does get, have a relationship with her chance, mm-hmm. by chance. And she kind of thinks, Chase. Chase, what is his, I, I didn't even write him in my list of characters for some reason. What is his name? Chase. Chase, yeah. <laughs> by chance, she meets Chase. <laughs> and uh, she kind of thinks he's going to marry her. And, I, I think, I think the reason, because again, she's observed Chase for years. So... It was that was her way to fit in, because he's like the buck in the woods kind of deal. Because mm-hmm. he's always been followed by all these girls. The high school and football. Stuff. He's always he's the. I don't know what you'd call it. The shining jewel of the town. I he guess he was ugly to her when she was a kid. Yeah. On the bicycle, wasn't mm-hmm. that him? Oh yeah. Yeah, when she was little. Yeah. Because I was like, hmm. But I, I'm. Uh, in, in one part, it said, that's as likely as snow falling in the swamp. I mean, she has a lot of... Uh, did you say she lives in North Carolina? She does now, yeah. yeah. She she lived in Africa, I think she lived in Idaho, and now she lives in North Carolina. Okay, here's a twisted idiom. Uh, I think it's one of the law enforcement agents. Uh, you lie down with dogs, you get up with fleas. Or in this case, not get up at all. Probably not a... a, a used in a classy way but that's when they find a dead body at the beginning of the book Mm -hmm. and that guy is uh, touting so it was you know when they're trying to piece it together but I mean they go get lunch and they go get I mean it's just like they're not really you know to me very serious yeah did you think they were on the ball I'm Mm -hmm. I'm like talk about nonchalant but they've never really dealt with that before either oh so yeah and there's no footprints or anything yeah. in there. But they walked all around. Yeah. So, I mean, there's not... I'm just like, are you messing up the evidence? I guess I've seen too many NCIS episodes. I'm like, what are you doing? You know, but... Of course, it is a small town, probably. Mm-hmm. And it was... Um, yeah, I thought... I said about Tate that he was kind yet strong. And his dad... I did it. You know, his dad's not in it a lot, but his dad said... Uh, he told him, poetry's not for sissies. The whole point of it is to make you feel something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I, didn't you like that? I did. And, and that's, that's what, why Tate, Tate's dad is good. He even and said And he's it, dealing with his own pain, What's too. that other quote that he said about crying? Do you remember that? Well, he had said that poems, yeah, don't be afraid to cry. Yeah. And for that time period, you know, that was unheard of. And then there was one good quote, I thought, from her dad. When Jumpin' said, how are you doing? And he said, uh, woke up on the right side of the dirt. And I, <laughs> I was like, oh, well. And that's his only good quote from yeah. the whole thing. But I said, what does that mean? And I said, oh, I know what that means. I figured it out. But it was, uh, it was different. And I, I mean, she is, uh, what does it say? Trying to leave the foxhole in a, in a shot glass. What does that mean? He's, he's trying to drink away the memory of the foxhole. So you could actually put that with anything. Yeah. Isn't that the way she words stuff? I can't believe this is her first book. I can't either. But th th that's very poetic way to say he's a drunk. Yeah. Trying but to leave the foxhole in a shot glass. I was like, whoa. But yeah. why, too? That, that gives a, you know, it explains why he is the way he is. Yeah. Because, you know, there there's, um, yeah, here I said, he had two settings, silence and shouting. Mm -hmm. Because he's dealing with all that, you know, he he was already dealing with stuff when he went into the military. Yes. And then, you know, and just like Jody was dealing with things when he went in, you know. But his, I, I mean, it was... And then I think he does have guilt over being an abusive, like, he doesn't like who he is. He doesn't like who he became. Oh, I never really came at it from that angle. But yeah, I can see that. But he's, he's struggling there. He's too. trapped, but he doesn't. He doesn't like how his life. So he ended really up. doesn't know what to do. Mm -mm. So he's just trying to escape. Well, I think that if you are wanting to read it before the movie, you got plenty of time because it looked like you know we. I actually we had this on our shelf. This was a. Uh, Gay Cunningham actually told me to read this like last summer. Okay. And you know me, I was waiting in, on thrift books. I'm waiting for the price to go down. <laughs> because, you know, new books are the most expensive. So I said, I'll just wait till the price goes down. And then you said, they're making a movie out of that. And I said, oh, oh we have to read it then. Yeah, we got to get, get at it before the movie comes out. So I'm just like, oh, man. And it's funny because, you know, our, the last one we finished was East of Eden. And I was just like, I don't know what can follow East of Eden. Because it was such a... It was such a raw powerful. and powerful and just so meaty. It was a meaty book. And I'm just like, I feel like anything that comes after that will be superficial. Uh, but it's interesting because we read, he was a he was a male author, uh, John Steinbeck. And then we read her, uh, Delilah and Owens. And I'm like, it, it really paired nicely. It was a good one to follow, East of Eden. Because yeah. it is deep in its own way. And it's, it's thought-provoking and... Um, and you learn a lot, so it's well. It's I mean, I think I learned that you know there's some things like as a teacher, you you see what works with. There's not one thing that works with all kids. You've got to meet the kids where they are. Like she, if you were to like pat her on the back or do something like that, she would not like that. No, because there's a time when she she says because my by myself is all I've ever known. I don't know how to be consoled. So, you know, Jody's wanting to, 
But I think Jody had a better life than she did because I think the pa kept getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah. So he may remember some good times. And Jody was never really on his own until he left. He left. Yes, that's true. She was abandoned. That's different too, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. He Maybe left on his own that. fruition. Yeah. Like, well, his, I mean, his mom left him, so he understands being abandoned, but at the same time. But not totally abandoned. But not totally, yeah. I guess she's the only one that understands, even the dad. Mm -mm, yeah. yeah. Nobody understands that like she does. She was the only one, yeah. And there was, um, this one here, it says, this is uh, Tom, her lawyer, and he's talking, and it says, uh, but ladies and gentlemen, did we exclude Miss Clark because she was different, or was she different because we excluded her? Mm -hmm. The way he was masterful. Oh, yeah. At, and he's just really laid back and calm. And I thought, what wasn't he the perfect lawyer for her? For Yes. Did you get that? Yes. What a man. He came out of retirement and did it pro bono. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I just thought, I thought it was kindness. But then I, I really think it's a challenge. I think he liked the challenge. Mm -hmm. Did you? I yes. mean, at first I thought it was kind, and it may have been kind. I think so. Yeah. But I do think he liked the challenge. And I think he saw that she he wanted to right some wrongs that he was guilty of himself. Yeah. The whole town. So, but we won't say any more. You have yeah. to. No spoiler alert. No spoiler but alerts. You're you're seeing an abandoned child. You're seeing the eyes through an abandoned child, which mm -hmm. I I don't know that I've read a book that was so full circle like that, mm -hmm. uh, that you, you get to cook grits you with her. You grow up with, with an her. abandoned child, and, and she's figuring things out on her own. And, and her resilience and grit, as she's eating grits, you know? <laughs> I, mean, uh, I mean, just the fact, I don't know if you, making grits without lumps, uh, that, that's a, big accomplishment. I, I know you're thinking, are you going to make grits? Yes, I'm going to try. <laughs> I don't even like grits. But, you know, just the, maybe that's why they call it grit. Because you're gritty enough to eat grits. Yeah. And she and she ate whatever she could find in the swamp. Mm -hmm. I mean, she was, that's why she was skinny as a tick on a beanpole. And what did it say about the marsh, though? It said, if I think at the very beginning, it said it it gives you plenty of food if you'll dig for it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you like, got to work for it. And that reminded me of a bookmark I had years ago. It said, God gives every bird its food, but he doesn't throw it in the nest. Mm, that's good. And I'm thinking, yeah, I mean, you really take people's pride away when, uh, good kind of pride, if you give them everything. They mm -hmm. have no skills. Yeah. You know, if people work for it, there's that sense of satisfaction and enjoyment from mm -hmm. work. But I... And then the, I think this is his one. This is uh, Jody, which I like. Jody, did you like him? Oh yeah. yeah, Kaya. I shouldn't have left you with that monster. I've ached, felt terrible about it for years. I was a coward, a stupid coward. These medals don't mean a thing. He swiped at his chest. I left you, a little girl, alone to survive in a swamp with a madman. I don't expect you to forgive me ever. And then she says. Jody, it's okay. You were just a kid yourself. What could you do? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, whoa. But at first, she, she's worked through it. I yeah. mean, she was like, <sighs> but, but yeah, great read. We highly recommend it. Yeah. Better and, stop before uh, yeah, mom says too stop. much. Yeah, I know. 
I, I don't want to save the end, but uh, Angela from church, she said, Sheila, read it to the end. I mean, I was so close to the end. I figured, I thought I had everything pretty much figured up. I connected all the dots, blah, blah, blah. And man, she, she blindsided me. So, hey. So that's a wrap on Where the Crawdads See. Keep those pages turning and those book lights burning. And now that it's summer, why don't you make some s'mores and read s'mores? <laughs> See you later.